Welcome to the MVP Podcast, where we talk about anything NBA. I'm Sam Holcroft, joined alongside Gage Zollicoffer. Before we begin, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at MomentumMVP. Today, we are going to do our third stock market update. And boy, is this a big one. So, to recap, before these last two weeks, I gained about $193, and Gage gained about 156 and a half. These last two weeks, we have gained within a dollar of each other, but we basically gained $197 each gauge. That is crazy. We had some crazy gains during that time. Um, Before we talk about stocks that we want to get rid of and buy, who were some teams that you were very fortunate to have this last round? Um, the Celtics, and that's because uh, my prediction's coming true. True, I think they're gonna be uh, one of the best teams in the NBA this year. I think they're gonna have the best record. Um, and so you know, I was keeping it a secret with my low stocks, but as you can tell, week by week, I start believing it more and more and more. Um, regardless of the schedule, the Celtics have been looking real good this year. Um, so I'm happy I had them. Um, I, I mean, the only I have I've been really happy with all my pickups, so I can't complain. All right, but there is one team that uh, you did not go into, and you gave me a lot of crap for it two weeks ago. Um, do you have your apology written out about the Suns? No. No. <laughs> no, no, they're they. Someone, something's going to happen. I'm telling you, the Suns are not the team you want to invest in. At, at that time, though, at that time, I was like, I can see this team going 5-2 and two or even better. And they went 6-1 and one during that span. And you said that you saw them getting three or maybe even four losses. And they went 6-1. and one. And you're still not believing in this team. I I just don't. I I just there's better teams out there to invest in. They're not bad team, but there's money to be made elsewhere. And the Suns, it's just not it's just not that easy. It's not barbecue chicken. I I don't understand how you say there's more money to be made when you still have the Lakers. That I mean, yes, they're proving themselves lately. But they're the only team that you have invested that they haven't even broke even yet. Exactly. But I see that there's a lot of money being made. Um, you got to get them low. And considering that they're low, they're going to you know trend up higher. The way it moves is for the good teams. And so the Boston Celtics is one of the teams, the Bucks, the Suns, which isn't a bad metric. Because it's showing who, what do we think the best teams are. That's the whole point of this. Um, so that's my guess. And that's why I'm starting to shift my stocks a little bit. So Gage, the top five gainers that we had was the Celtics, who gained $3.50. The Suns gained $3.35. The Bucks gained $2.28. The Pelicans gained $2.30. While the Grizzlies gained $1.65. Some other teams that gained money were the Warriors, the Nuggets, the 76ers, the Nets, the Heat, 
the Cavaliers, the Raptors, the Lakers, and the Kings. The teams that lost the most money, the top five losers, were the Spurs at $2.19, the Magic $1.77, Wizards $1.54, Pistons $0.85, Mavericks $0.76. Other teams that lost money were the Clippers, the Timberwolves, the Hawks, the Trailblazers, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Hornets, Jazz, Rockets, Pacers, and the Thunder. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, but before we talk about who we added, um, who's the team that you you sold? The Jazz. The Jazz. You, you're done with that experiment. Yep, just done. There's nothing to be made there in the first place. I don't um, there there was the two weeks before that. I mean, because I made some money off of them. Correct, but like now, the thing is with the stock market. When you get to the middle of the season, even if they hit a good point in the middle of the season, and times a low value, it's not worth it. Um, so a team that I sold, uh, I it was the Mavericks. So you you just bought the Jazz last time, and you sold that. Your you saw the experiment didn't go well. Uh, I did a a two week trial with the Mavericks, and uh, I I didn't like what I saw. Um, they lost me some money and although I trust that the Mavericks will be a good team, they have to prove to me more that they will be a better team. Cause I think they were like nine and six or something, maybe like when I first picked them up nine and five, um, and they're now 500. So they lost me money. So I done with that experiment. Maybe I'll buy some more down the road, but they got to show me that they're going to be a winning team. Yep. And I think as the season goes on, I think it's going to be clear in order to win, you're going to have to basically stick to the higher teams, the best teams, regardless of hot streaks. I think as the season progresses, the hot streaks won't matter so much. It's going to be who are the best teams and who's going to, you know, make one seed or two seed, three seed. That is where our stocks are going to go. That's, that's, those are where even if, uh, even if uh, Houston makes a run and goes like 10 straight, in the grand scheme of things of how the stock market works in this game, it won't matter. It'll be too late. So I think it'll get really interesting as we get towards the end of the season where we are bidding to who is going to be the the number one seed, the number two seed, number and number three seed in both conferences, which will be exciting. Yeah. So who's another uh, team you sold? Um, seeing this, I sold uh, the Warriors. The Warriors seem like they're just out of contention. Um, I just don't see that the Warriors are going to get a one seed or a two seed or three seed this year. Um, what I do, what I, what I also did not see is that I also sold the 76ers on the East. They're not going to get a one seed. They're not going to get a two seed. Um, I think they just have a little too many problems that they will eventually solve. But given the start of that the, some teams are starting to figure out the 76ers are still messing around in 500 range. I, I understand uh, being in the top three, but here's the thing is I feel like that there's still money to be made. They both made money this last two weeks. I mean, the Sixers only made 50 some cents um, and the Warriors, I mean, they made $1.50. They were almost in the top five gainers in this last week. 
and you're just you're you're bailing on them right now yes because the way the the calculation like works it 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 is very volatile in the beginning of the season and when it starts to settle in cuz if you are like a a if you take the average of a warriors going on a hot streak and winning like 10 straight or whatever and they're like sitting at like you know like you know like a like a let's say they're like a, like six seed or something then it's going to take a roughly an average of like the first place versus the uh kind of the six seed well uh of six seed record and so that average is going to sit around third but i can just take a a, a team that's in third who who's going to average out to be there in the first place i i think i think i trust the long-term averages of the team uh more than i want to play around with hot streaks at this time and that's just me experimenting okay and see my strategy is a little bit different i like to see what their schedule is like for the next two weeks and and if i trust it or not then uh, either I invest or I sell. And that's a good example with the Suns. Um, they have a tough schedule this upcoming week. They have, I think, six or seven games. And I saw them maybe going under 500, which, I mean, I would still make money potentially uh, just because they have such a good record. But I don't want to take that chance of them going one and six or one and five. And then, you know, maybe I can scrape by with gaining like 30 cents per share. Um, so that's why I sold five shares there. And I also sold the Clippers uh, just because PG and Kawhi are coming back. And although that you would think that that would get me excited, um, we haven't had a f- healthy team in the, basically the entire season. Like for three consecutive games, we haven't had a healthy team. So we'll end up seeing how this works out for the Clippers, but um, ended up selling uh, 10 shares there. Okay, understandable. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. All right, so now talking about uh, teams that we added. Uh, I'm going to name off a few teams first since my list is significantly longer than yours. Um, I added a share of the Grizzlies. Uh, That was my leftover share um, just so I could – spend something i like what the grizzlies are doing they're playing some good basketball right now so i got one there i got five of the pelicans um i just they're the two seed in the west right now they're also playing some really good basketball i think they have a good chance to gain a lot of uh money in their stock and i also added five nuggets uh just because they're also playing some really good basketball and I have a lot of Suns up there, so I have about like the top four teams in the West. I have a decent amount of decent amount of shares of. So uh, we can talk about the East now. Who's a team that you invested in? Who is the team you invested in? <laughs> the Celtics, and the reason is because I think they're gonna be the they're gonna have the best record this year. I I, I really believe that. And until like I'm proven wrong, I'm not gonna switch. Um, and I'm going to reiterate the reason I'm trying to predict who is the number one seed is because it follows like this. If you are number one seed, then your average of your last 10 games on average will be high. Your record will also be high because you don't get high records unless you go on these hot streaks that make your record higher than everyone else. Therefore, 
you need to pick the number one seed, which is going to be the Boston Celtics. Okay. And that is why I'm starting to zero in. Now, I'm not completely sold. If I was completely sold, I would have uh, just sold everybody. Later in the season, maybe, if they're making a runaway, like just running away, away with it, then you might see all my stocks slowly converge into the Celtics. But I'm not completely, you know, all the way there yet. I think the measure of stocks I have with the Celtics, tell me how many stocks I have again? 32. Yes. So I believe that is my confidence on how on how close to the the number one seeding the Celtics, like how, how confident I am that the Celtics will have the number one seed by the end of the season. My confidence fell off on the 76ers. The Nets, it's still there. Now, given that I've slowly realized this, then you question, should I sell the Lakers? Um, because, the, yeah, the you Lakers, you, you're making all these good points about, like, you know, getting teams that, you know, are top three. But then you have the Lakers, which is very contradicting of yourself. Exactly. And I'm starting to think, you know, I'm going to give the Lakers um, a little bit more time, maybe one more week. And then I might even just sell it all and go to the Boston Celtics as if they, if the Boston, Boston Celtics keep improving, I don't care what their stock price is. I'm going to go in. Um, so right now I'm around the bucks. I'm around the Cavs. And you're riding off the suns. I am Sam. I am riding off the suns. I think Chris Paul is going to be a nightmare. The Western conference is so stacked. You know, there's, there's literally like a, like a, a five game difference from the 12th seed to the one seed hmm. five games. It is that tight. The suns and the Western conference is so tight this year. It's going to be very competitive. I think the money to be made is in the East. I don't think the East is, is going to be as competitive as the West. Not to say it's not going to be competitive, but the money is going to be made in the East. The East is going to be more spread out this year than the Western conference. Therefore, I'm going to make more money in the Eastern Conference. Therefore, my teams that I'm selecting, that I'm so hyped about, you know, the the Nets, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Cavs, all of them are in the East for good reason. Okay. Well, I I agree to an extent. Uh, I had I added some uh, four shares of the Boston Celtics, just because I mean they are like you said the best team. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that they will finish with the best record because they do not have a head coach so that's the biggest thing i feel like one major injury in that team could not necessarily fall apart but be 500 until that player comes back whether it's a a jason tatum or jalen brown so we'll we'll see uh i also bought five of the 76ers which you actually sold 10 shares and i added five more. So I'm now the only person with 76 year stock. Uh, James Harden's coming back. And I think that that could be really, really good for the Sixers. But I think you kind of said it earlier that they have to find their identity and maybe they'll get lost in the shuffle in the middle of the East, but they also have the potential to climb up and, you know, be a three seed. So I think that's a peak for the 76ers. Yeah, but here's the thing. If they do climb up, I can just shift on over. I can just shift on over. If I think that their 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 rate is, you know, going if they're going to if they prove to me that they're going to make a number 1 seed, then I'm going to shift on over. 
Um, theoretically, if you were, I think the maximum value you can make in the stock market is, and it, it makes intuitive sense, is the team that if we were to just throw all our stocks in one team and that team suddenly makes the number one seed, that will make you the most money. Regardless, because on average, they will have the most hot streaks because they have the best record. Therefore, um, I, I, I think if the, if the 76ers catch my eye, which they just haven't, I, I don't believe it. I mean, it's early in the season to call them off. You know, that's why I haven't sold everything. But I, I can see the 76ers with James Harden coming back. But, you know, again, it, it's just something that I don't really care to look at right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So over the course of this, uh, it's been, we've done this for about what, like seven weeks now. I've gained about three hundred ninety-one dollars. You gained three hundred fifty-three. Um, with us both gaining one hundred ninety-seven dollars, how many? How much do you think that you can gain in the next two weeks? Are you hoping for two fifty, three hundred? No idea, but I know that this. If you watch my trend slowly as it progresses. The money's gonna keep speeding up, speeding up, and speeding up, and speeding up every week because I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna figure out how to maximize my gains with this this system. All right, sounds good. Once again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Momentum MVP. I've been Sam Holcroft and Gage Zalkoffer. Thanks for listening.